Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Wednesday morning. So the Kansas City Chiefs released Frank Clark this week, and uh, he could still come back. It's possible. Not likely, but it's possible. And the other thing they did was they would not tag Orlando Brown Jr., which makes sense from a money standpoint, but he also could come back. What are the chances? It is possible, but the same as Frank Clark. It's not very likely, however. In Brown's case, it's probably a little bit better, and I'll tell you why, too, because the franchise tag, had it been applied, would have been almost $20 million a year. It's not literally that. It's $19,200,000. As far as I'm concerned, it's money we ain't ever going to see. So, bottom line is this. They did not, they being the Chiefs, that was going to put them over the salary cap and put them in jeopardy. So, hey, let's not do that. We'll allow him to be a free agent. So, what the Chiefs are doing here is kind of weighing the market. Now, they do, they being the Chiefs, have the exclusive negotiating rights until Monday with Orlando Brown. And then with Brown, other teams can make overtures. Wednesday, a week from today, is when the NFL business season opens, and that's when the dealing can start, but not before then. Anyway, over and above all that, if he does declare himself a free agent, Orlando Brown's a pretty good player, folks. 26 years old, Oklahoma All-America. He was a stalwart on the left side of the Chiefs' offensive line. There will be teams that look at him. What the Chiefs are going to do is see what his figure is in the market. If anybody goes over and above that, hey, bon voyage, good luck. If it's under that... They may very well begin negotiating with him again and get him back. Now, that wouldn't be very good for Brown's psyche because he thinks he's worth a whole lot more than what the Chiefs were offering. But since that situation does exist, it is possible. I don't think very likely that it is possible he could come back. We'll see what happens. I mean, he did have a pretty good postseason, but his regular season was, meh, not that great. So we'll see. See what the market says. I mean, you never know. Teams could just be dying for offensive <laughs> linemen, and he's a good one regardless, so he might not just get that money. We'll see, though. It'll be interesting. It is a business after all. Speaking of franchise tags, uh, Baltimore put theirs on Lamar Jackson, um, but even though that happened, he can still be shopped around? There are two franchise tags, two degrees of franchise tags. One's the exclusive, and that's what Orlando Brown had. The other is the non-exclusive franchise tag. And what that does is bind the team to the player, but it does not bind the player to the team. Now, the Baltimore Ravens offered Lamar Jackson $32 million a year. Mike, I don't give a damn what anybody tells you. That's a lot of money. Good Lord. But he thinks he wants more. And he's going for a long-term contract at $45 million a year. So he has a non-exclusive franchise tag. That means the Ravens are committed to him, but he can talk right now with other teams and so forth and so on. He can start negotiating with them. And if something better comes along, sayonara to Lamar Jackson. I would be not surprised if he left the Ravens, but I think that's going to leave them in a major hole. And he, he, Lamar Jackson, really has to make a decision with the draft coming up in late April because, heck, Baltimore will be searching that draft package very closely for a QB and may do so anyway. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see, but, I mean, yeah, you got to pay the man since he uses his body like a missile, so uh, he's worth every penny. Uh, But it's interesting to me when this part of the year comes around. I don't think these players put so much faith in these agents and managers to, like, negotiate for because it's not like Lamar Jackson's like, I know this is what I want, this is the deal I want. They pay people to set it up and say, look, 
what's the best situation for me? And they're out there fighting for them. Hey, those like, agents get 10%. Oh, game. dude. Yeah, they're fighting for every dime, <laughs> just like those guys are fighting for every yard on the field. All right. Uh, Cardinals had a noon game yesterday against the Tigers. And man, Detroit. Woo, doggy. This is one of the weakest teams in all of baseball, Detroit Tigers, and they won the game 16 to 3. Now, wait, wait a minute. What goes, what's hit? What, the Cardinals getting beaten by this? Well, gang, it's very misleading because virtually none of the Cardinals regulars played in the game. Many of them, of course, are with the World Baseball Classic. First exhibition game is tonight, and Adam Wainwright will pitch a couple of innings in this one tonight. That's exhibition. The uh, competition itself doesn't start till Saturday. But having said all that, the uh, Cardinals put most of their scrubinis and the individuals who are trying to make the club, and that wasn't good news because two of the Springfield Cardinals' top stars really got treated rudely by the Tigers. Gordon Graceffo uh, got the start. He was hit very hard. And Mike McGreevy, oh my goodness, he pitched one in the third innings and gave up six hits. I beg your pardon, six runs and five hits. Oh, my goodness sake, that's a slaughtering. But, hey, it happens. That's what you're supposed to do in spring training. Learn the game, learn from the regulars, and hopefully those guys are. Another night of prep basketball playoffs in the state of Missouri, but this time it was the girls' competition. We had some good winners, didn't we? We had some tremendous games. Tremendous. The Class 6 game, which was the district championship, and the winner goes on to the state quarterfinals. And the winner was Republic, the Lady Tigers, beating Kickapoo 57-50 to in a terrific basketball game between two very good teams. Republic has a terrific star on their team named Cayman Beckemeyer, who's headed for the Lady Bears next year. She's their big scorer. She's an all-stater. And she was... She was taken right out of the game by the Kickapoo defense. So, my goodness, what are we? They double teamed her and all that sort of thing. What are we going to do? Well, what they did was they relied on the fact that they are a team and they got great performances from two of the others who don't have quite the publicity. And Republic gets the win. Republic will now play Raytown, which is one of the top teams in the whole state of Missouri, play them in the state quarterfinals coming up on Saturday night. Other winners included West Plains defeating Rala. Carl Junction knocked off Webb City, and Ava in Class 4 was a winner over Aurora. So all those teams advance, and of course, 4, 5, and 6 state championships are next weekend. Not this coming, but next weekend here in town. 1, 2, and 3 are this weekend. Exciting stuff. Uh, Sad to see my Chiefs fall, but uh, you know what? One and you're done. That's how it goes. <laughs> how many area teams will be playing tomorrow in the state basketball championships? Begin? Now, this is a three-day competition. It's mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Tomorrow, one. One team from the area plays, and that's Chadwick in Christian County, their girls' team. They'll play at 4 o'clock versus South Nottaway. All the rest of the teams that involve, and I say rest of the teams, rest of the teams from this area will all play on Friday and then again on Saturday in the championships. If Chadwick wins... They will play again Friday for the state championship, and even if they lose, they play for third place on Friday as well. So much good luck to the Chadwick Lady Cardinals, and then on and upwards with the rest of the teams. One, two, and three this weekend. This is the state championships for the smaller schools. Season comes to an end this weekend, Saturday, with the crowning of state champions. And then four, five, and six come in here next weekend. Exciting stuff, and uh, hopefully our area teams can uh, get it all. All right, USA Today did their yearly <laughs> predictions on some of Major League Baseball's teams. How'd St. Louis and Kansas City look? Well, they about what you would expect. The USA Today panel of experts got together. They picked the Cardinals to win the Central Division of the National League with a record of 88 wins, 74 losses, three games. Respectable. In front of the, yeah, it's, it's what you would expect. Yeah. And that would be 
three games in front of the Milwaukee Brewers, who were picked second. The Royals, DAL. Not That's good. an acronym. I'm not going to tell you what it stands for, but it's dead, le- dead blank last. <laughs> the, you the can Royals. say it. Come on. Can you say ass? You, can, you, okay. you just did. <laughs> <laughs> They're picked dead ass last, but I don't think that they'll finish there. Uh, the USA Today experts say 65 and 97 will be their record. I think Kansas City is going to be better than that, but I thought the same thing last yeah, year. Yeah, we always think the same now, thing every year. The Called division blind winners, hope. USA Today division winners are the Yankees, the Cleveland Guardians, and the Houston Astros. That's in the American League. In the National League, along with the Cardinals, the Braves, and in the West, they pick the Dodgers and the Padres to finish in a tie. <laughs> you talk about straddling the fence. That's it. <laughs> well, but it also sounds eerily like the way the baseball season ended last oh, yeah. year. So it's not like they're like rewriting the a, a poem or something here, guys. They're just like, well, really, Mike. That's what it I is. I mean. It's like this is how it was last well, year. You and, can't base yeah. it on anything else. You've yeah. got to go with what last year and what new players, what the older players are capable of doing. And there's so many ifs, ands, and buts. No, it doesn't work. Does not work. But you know what? It's proven on the field, so don't let it get you down, Royals fans. I'll see you tomorrow, Ned.